This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello everybody, my name is Paul Wheelock and welcome to another very happy post-game podcast. Liverpool move back to the top of the Premier League table tonight with a 3-1 victory over their fallen rivals Manchester United. And what a richly deserved victory it was too, as the Reds opened up a 19-point gap on the worst United side to visit Anfield for many a year, and more importantly a one-point gap on the other side in Manchester. Jordan Shaqiri was the hero with two goals off the bench, but from Nathaniel Klein to the excellent Fabinho, there is also plenty of praise on this show for the Super Subs teammates. It is a show that kicks off with the definitive verdict on a memorable match from our Liverpool FC correspondent James Pearce. You will then hear Reds boss Jurgen Klopp's thoughts on what he called a near-perfect night. And you will then hear from the six Liverpool fans who phoned into this show. Sam Planch, Matt Whitty, Matt Addison, Owen Thomas, Alex Watt and Nathan Davidson. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Well, Liverpool back on top of the Premier League table and uh, they hit the summit in style here at Anfield today. Humbling arch-rivals Manchester United 3-1. Scoreline massively flattered United uh, but for the heroics of David De Gea and uh, a a rare blunder from Alison Becker that uh, enabled Jesse Lingard to cancel out Sadio Mane's opener Uh, this would have been an absolute demolition job as it was Liverpool were indebted to uh, a super sub performance from Zerdan Shaqiri uh, coming off the bench with 20 minutes to go the game uh, in the balance at one each and uh, Shaqiri the the hero with a, a match winning double and again, what, a, what an absolute sensation the little uh, Swiss magician's been since he, he joined Liverpool from, from relegated Stoke over the summer. And you'd have to say that it would have been an absolute travesty if Liverpool hadn't won this game today. It was I cannot remember the last time there was such a golfing class between the two teams. It was, you know, it's now 19 points in the Premier League table. And, and you could really see that difference today. It was everything... Um, that Klopp has created here was it was out there in, in abundance in that performance with the, the quality, the pace, the attacking ambition, the spirit as well, and the work ethic. You know, I thought um, the, the changes he made today worked perfectly. Fabino, for me, was the best player on the pitch. Uh, absolutely bossed that midfield, snapping into tackles, used the ball really intelligently. Um, certainly, I thought his best performance for the club so far. Cater started well um, before tiring in the in the second half, and um, you know you've got to give Nathaniel Klein a huge amount of praise as well because um, you know to be thrown into a game of that magnitude when what he played one League Cup tie all season um, to get 90 minutes under his belt and perform at the level he did was uh, was mightily impressive, and um, you know, it was. Liverpool started the game so, so brightly, really imposed themselves on United. I think Mourinho did what we all expected him to do. He parked the bus, they defended in numbers, they tried to slow the game down at every opportunity, time-wasting, um, to try and stop Liverpool building up that head of steam. And then when they got it, they just launched it long, aimlessly in the direction of Lukaku, who um, contributed very, very little over the course of uh, of the game, I think Van Dijk was absolutely sensational again today. Um, and yeah, the, I think the most pleasing thing was the fact that Liverpool didn't panic. You know, they had to be patient at stages in the game. And uh, you know, what a month this has been for them. When you think, what is that? Five games in December so far, five wins. Um, 
You throw into the mix a last-minute derby winner against Everton here, that thrilling Champions League triumph over Napoli that put their place into the knockout stages in midweek, and now to completely outplay and outclass Manchester United. Um, you know, first time Klopp has, has beaten United in the Premier League. Liverpool's first win over United here in the league since 2013. Um, and Mourinho's first defeat at Anfield since 2007. So massive to, to, to kind of bury that hoodoo today. And you, know, you, could, you could sense the absolute glee around this place because um, it was... That was a that was a big performance from Liverpool. I think they, you know, they, the opening half hour they absolutely completely dominated, and you know, but for some some decent goalkeeping and some some wasteful finishing, they, they would have been out of sight. As it was, they went in th- front thanks to uh, you know, a glorious dinked pass from Fabino that picked out the runner Sadio Mane, and Mane obviously took some stick for the chances he missed here against Napoli in midweek, but. He took that goal expertly today, the way he chested it down and, and volleyed past De Gea. Um, and then, you know, it was it was strange because I think Liverpool were so in control, they were so comfortable that when Alisson then spilled a pretty routine cross from Lukaku and Ling- Lingard scored, you could just sense it knocked Liverpool out of their stride. I think they, they felt that almost like that injustice of how on earth are we drawing this game when, you know, we've been so much better than United. And... Early in the second half, I think you know whatever Klopp said at halftime did the trick in terms of you know Liverpool were were back in the ascendancy and, and United were were just clinging on for dear life really you know at times Liverpool's decision making let them down a bit um, pot shots from from ridiculous distances and some of the set pieces weren't of the of the caliber we've come to expect so far this season but you know again today has shown the value of having such a deep squad um, you know, Shakiri. You know, it has been an absolute joy to watch since he came from Stoke. I think he knew that this was probably his last chance at a truly massive club. Um, you know, he's played for big clubs previously in Bayern Munich and Inter Milan. Um, but you know, after three years in the wilderness, really at Stoke, what an opportunity it was for him coming to Liverpool, and he certainly grasped it. I mean, he is—he's such a, a brilliant game changer to have on the bench. And again, you know, he's—he's uh, he's come up with the with the goods for Liverpool when they really needed him. Uh, Sadio Mane has to take a lot of credit for his role in the second goal tormented United down that left his cross I think was deflected and, and De Gea stuck out a leg to keep it out but uh, Shakiri rifling in via a deflection off uh, off Young going in off the underside of the bar and then again another strike from Shakiri from the edge of the box deflected off, off Bailey gave De Gea no chance and, and that wrapped up the points and Liverpool top of the league was ringing out from the from the cop in the in the closing minutes puts Liverpool back ahead of Man City and uh I think belief, it's fair to say, is growing that this this Klopp that this this Klopp team can can stay there. Of course, now after a pretty bruising week, they've uh, they got the chance to rest up a bit. Wolves away next Friday night, and uh, you know that kicks off what's going to be uh, you know an absolutely crucial festive program for the Reds with Newcastle and Arsenal to come here before that absolutely titanic battle with Manchester City at the Etihad on on January the third and. Um, I think what we've seen from this Liverpool team so far over the course of December uh, has just reaffirmed that this Liverpool team aren't going anywhere. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. How pleased were you with your players today? <laughs> very. <laughs> very, very, very. It was a good game. The brilliant start was one of the best performances we had since I'm in Liverpool. To be honest, not only this season. Just the first half an hour was outstanding, outstanding. 
scored only once, but I don't think anybody expects Sukoro to score three, four, five times or whatever. Don't say the chances were there. Only the the the, the, the how we played was just perfect. We we, we tried to pass. We had. Uh, in the right areas, we accelerated, we won the balls back, we played in behind the line, stuff like that, and, and it was just good. Then, um, yeah, after half an hour, it was a bit, we lost the momentum of the game a little bit. They scored then, it was a bit more open. So um, I had no problem with the halftime whistle, honestly, and then we had we could adjust a few things. It was not that um, I don't think that, that United was then like demanding the game or whatever, but it was just a bit more open. And so, then they changed, and and Fellaini is on the pitch is never a good sign for the other team, to be honest, because just these balls are really difficult to defend. But um, we did even that really well tonight. And so, stay in the game, got the dominance back step by step. Yeah, and then Chuck closed the game. Um, unbelievable, it's really nice, and um, I think absolutely deserved, obviously, tonight. So. You need a bit of luck, but we needed both goals, deflected, deflected, stuff like that. But bringing in the situations, having these moments, that's just, uh, that was football. Huh? And, uh, and the first goal, that uh, was a, what a goal, what a goal. It was brilliant, exactly like you have to do it. Fantastic pass, super control, fantastic finish. So that's how it should be. So, uh, nearly perfect night for us. If you want, if you want, yes. But I think it was. So what we did obviously today, we changed a little bit. We, we brought Sadio on the right side, and we, 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 and, and Nabi was in half space. So that's how we opened the. That's how we opened. Then the Man United is obviously playing rather man orientated, and that's why um, Robo had this had the this, the the space for it. And he used that obviously really well, so that's absolutely yeah. He's in a good moment, <laughs> honestly, and um, yeah, that helps as well. But I, I didn't see Nathaniel Klein. First game, what is tonight? 18th, 19th, 18th, 16th of December. So mid-December, and he plays the first game of the season. And that performance, and not we, we, we were not one second sure that he can play 90 minutes. Obviously, it was no problem. He could do it. It was brilliant in the way how he adapted to the style and stuff like this after being not involved that often. Outstanding, and all all the boys just worked so hard after the Tuesday game. Is um, um, yeah, for the moment really good. Uh, you know, we have to we have to carry on. That's how it is. Is that a sign that your whole squad is strong, and not just your starting You know that that we have that we that we that we have a good, a really good squad. But it's uh, that the problem is the moment. So we had Tom Solanke and and and. Um, and Divo Gorigi trained really well, and we're not in the squad tonight. But we have options offensively, kind of, but defensively um, we are a bit short. Um, so, but today, for today, we had a solution. Brilliant. And, and if that stays like this, then it's good. If not, then we have to be probably as creative as Arsenal was today. They had um, obviously a lot of midfielders in their last line. Um, that's how the situation is. But for tonight, um, we had re we had a proper lineup and a bench so strong. And we made we could change from one of the most intense games in that season so far from Napoli. We could change two midfield positions. That helps a lot. That helps a lot. So we had fresh legs, and that helps these boys. And um, yeah, good.
John? <coughs> Can you just talk about the influence that Fabinho had on the game? The, the assist there, how long it was. He seemed to control the tempo of the game and probably his best performance. He was outstanding, absolutely outstanding. What I don't like in these questions that it always that the, but the, the, the thing I don't hear is that it always like it, it, it says something about other players as well. I know if you don't mean it like this, I still answer it because I, on on Tuesday we played against Napoli, one of the best games in the season, an outstandingly strong opponent. We played with Milner, Henderson, and Wijnaldum in midfield. That's what I said. It's heart and soul of the game. We need, and as long as we can make these changes, we will make these changes. That's how it is. That they have fresh legs there, that they are fresh in mind, that they always can go for it. And then they demand the game like Fabi did tonight. Absolutely. Together with Ginny, fantastic. Nabi played so naturally smart in that half space. Yeah, because it's not easy, you have to defend the wing and then the ball, ball is coming, everybody's shouting, don't stay there <laughs> inside and stuff like that. So it's just good. And again, Fabinho played highest level, that's true. Okay. Any final ones, guys? Chris? Oh yeah, they all made a difference. Eh? They, they, they don't have to score to make a difference, but of course it helps massively, especially if you're an offensive player. And I, to be honest, Shaq is such a wonderful, skilled boy that he has to have influence. That's important because he's, he's, if we can bring him in a half space and he passed the ball back to the guy who passed him the ball, doesn't make too much sense. So he has to turn, he has to speed up, he has to change the situation, he has to pass him behind and all that stuff. He did it. And then he was... We were all a bit afraid that Kleine will shoot in the moment when Shaq <laughs> came. Um, if, if Kleine would have scored tonight, that would have been a real sensation. So, but um, being then in the moments of, of uh, in the finishing moments in the box or around at least, that that helps of course massively. And um, it was just a. You could see the, the 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 game felt good for the boys. It felt good. We were really. We spoke last week or so. I think about that. The Napoli game away was never our game. The whole 90 minutes, we were never in the game. We, we, we tried to change things, but never got the momentum back. And tonight again, we, we had quite the moments, but we never lost the momentum 100%, so we could get it back and, and play again. Okay, last two questions, Oli, then Paul. Oh, we spoke about that. I cannot keep players happy. We are happy or not happy. So you understand it or don't understand it. I think the boys understand it. So that's how it is. If if you are happy because we all treat you like you played the last 500 games, then it's easy to be happy because we never make a difference. So rotation, whatever it is, changing lineups in that in intense period, there are two opportunities. You play all the time until you are injured. Or you have to manage games. These are the only two, the only two possibilities to play all the time. We don't have, we don't. It's the Premier League. We cannot manage games. And do it a bit on, on a centre half position if you are um, pouring it up or whatever. Then it's not that intense anymore. We, we, we keep the ball. Though that's that, that's that's not too intense anymore. In all offensive position, midfield position, there's no chance to manage a game really. So that means we have to make changes. And in the idle world, you make these changes before the boys are injured. So that's all. Then there are specific jobs to do against specific opponents. You need somebody for the half space, you need somebody between the lines, you need somebody for the runs in behind, stuff like that. That's how it is. So 
um, a big squad is not there to make all each member of the squad happy. It's to make it's to give everybody the opportunity to show that he should play. If you don't show that, then you are not even opportunity anymore. To be honest, and you don't have to think about it. In best case, everybody is 100% fit and performs on the highest level. The best example for that is actually Nathaniel Klein. Since I'm in, he played I don't know 100 something games or so. So, and then he got a bad injury and he was nearly out. So doesn't help obviously in this moment Trent came up Joe got fit and stuff like that life and, and situation changed so you can train on highest level and you have still to wait is that nice no is it a job yes and that's how it is and because Klein did that and trained on a really high level he could perform like he performed tonight and that's just amazing I really to say that didn't see that a lot okay final question I, I talk a lot about City, but not a because we ignored, you know, because we ignored it completely. I cannot say we passed it because we didn't think about it. I didn't mention it one time. Um, I saw yesterday I had time to watch it um, because we play in a few weeks. But then after the good start of Everton, you saw game goes in the direction and, and obviously City had the, same, the, the normal problems, what you have him after the international game and then you play at, at lunchtime. Yeah, we, we are not silly, we know the table. Yeah. But it's just, are you focused on it or not? We don't, we, I said it before, we played tonight Man United and not against United and City. That's uh, the only way I know. We, we really didn't speak about it. I, I think that already helps. It's not that we, in a, not if they win and we come then together and train and did you see what City did? Not. We are focused on our thing and we'll see where it leads us to. So is there a moment at, at the end of the season when we are still around them? Where we have to think about it, where you start hoping they drop points or whatever. Maybe, I don't know today, but in a moment, we respect them a lot and they respect us, of course. And we have to win football games against all the others. And then we meet at the 3rd of January again, and then we think about City a lot. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Just got back, absolutely. Brilliant. It was absolutely made up with this one. Really, really great. You know, uh, it's it, absolute privilege to watch. I thought they were great. I thought the effort, the intensity, the press and everything that we've said has sometimes been missing regardless of results. They've done it today in abundance. Um, you know, obviously the goal he made an error there. It didn't matter in the end. You know, when I thought there, you know, are, are United going to do what they tend to do against us and get some kind of points when they don't deserve it. Because that was the worry with me coming into this game. I was worrying, thinking, Mourinho, you know, we can get one over on us on all that. Um, but absolutely tremendous. I think the biggest key is having having um, someone off the bench to bring on. And I think that's this season what, it, what, what a lot of the difference is. You know, having someone to bring on. And Shaqiri was the man today who come on and made a difference. And... That that's not a slant on anyone who, who started because I think they all played well, every single one of them. Yeah, you could say that like Salah wasn't as effective as usual, but he was occupying them, and he, you know, you could you could tell that the the whole game plan was to try and mark him and uh, have a couple of men on him. I just thought start to finish, everyone was great. It could have been more. Really, really, really pleased with it. And what we've been saying about the midfield three, 
um, for weeks now about just getting that right balance. They're all good players in their own right, but just getting that right balance. For me, that Fabinho today was absolute immense. Um, I thought he was great in the derby. He was even better today. He was the best player on the pitch for me. I thought he, he led the game well. He, he he does all the dirty stuff, but he used the ball well. Great assist for Manny's goal, but he's positive when he's using the ball as well. Absolute brilliant he was. Um, Kite, you know, he done well. He worked hard. He was he was trying and linking. There's a lot more to come from him when he when he relaxes a bit. He's got it in his locker. Um, Wayne Aldum again. I thought he had a, a better game than than uh, than he usually has, and you know. Uh, without being spectacular, certainly give us all. I've got no complaints about him uh, this this time again. So that's two games on the trot now. Uh, no complaints about Genie, but just ev- everyone in the whole team. I mean, I think a special mention for the Kleine. You know, um, he got wrote, he's been wrote off. Let's face it, most of us fans torn in the pub and that, and 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 you know, as you do in in where everywhere you know about footy and um, everyone's wrote him off as the forgotten man. Now, credit to him, he's been keeping himself fit because he's hardly had any games. Yeah, he didn't put a foot long today. I thought he was great. His attitude was great. And and Robbo, he's still running now down Annie Road now, isn't he? He just doesn't stop, Robbo. Uh, another brilliant game from him. So, yeah, great from everyone. Absolutely great from everyone. Great from the manager with the subs. Great at the end with the manager giving the, 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 the fist pump uh, celebration to the cop. That was good. Everything was good. The atmosphere was great. Absolutely, just it was a boss. It was a boss. Uh, absolute boss afternoon. Uh, um, apart from the weather, you can't have everything. But they're at the top of the shop, and I'm absolutely made up. Absolutely made up with it. Hi, it's Matt Whitty, cop season ticket holder, reflecting on a magnificent three-one win uh, at Anfield over Manchester United uh, to take us top of the league again. Really good performance overall. Uh, I thought uh, first half uh, we were we were looking pretty good for the first uh, for the first twenty minutes and uh, yeah pop, popping it around nicely. Good tempo to the passing and uh, magnificent touch and finish from Mane to uh, to to get us off to uh, to an ideal start. And uh, given that uh, he missed a few chances against Napoli the other night, uh, it was great to see him finish uh, uh, with such a plum uh, when it was probably a, a much more difficult chance. Thought Fabinho was magnificent in the centre of the park. Probably the uh, the man of the match. He uh, really controlled the game, broke things up nicely. Always looking to uh, to pass it off quickly. He had a he had a he had a really really good game. Uh, I thought uh, it was it was good to see uh, Kater start, but I didn't really think he had his most effective game playing on the uh, the left of sort of the uh, the front three of a four two three one. In particular, I thought he sometimes. He and Andy Robbo, you could see the understanding wasn't quite there and they were looking to run into the same spaces or the overlap wasn't quite working. And uh, he, he certainly put in a good shift, but it, it, the, the, the final ball wasn't really there a few times when we, when we had some promising, promising positions. I thought United's goal took, uh, took the wind out of the sail from us a bit, really, for the, first, uh, for the, for the second half of the, uh, of the first half. And, uh, yeah, the atmosphere went, uh, went slightly flat and I think quite a few of us were thinking... We've we've been here before with with Mourinho, and then after half time when uh, Fellaini came on, you sort of knew. I don't really know the reason why, why he did come on, but uh, you you knew what you were going to get with Fellaini, and uh, 
I thought it was a bit of a mistake really from, from Mourinho I don't, know, I don't know if there was an injury but it really gave the, the advantage to us and you knew that they were going to move away from sort of the, uh, the slightly more pressing attacking game that, that, that they showed at, at times during the first half and uh, yeah I thought it uh, gave us the momentum a bit uh, as soon as Shakiri came on, he was like a man possessed. I thought uh, even before his goal, he was he was he was he was busy. He was he was harrying. He was hassling. He looked uh, he looked he looked a class act. And uh, obviously, his two goals, uh, you know, killed the tie. And uh, it was uh, yeah, just a, a great great night. And uh, yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool, top of the league. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Hello, it's Matt Addison for the post-match podcast as Liverpool have gone back to the top of the Premier League table after they beat Manchester United by three goals to one. Um, I think there's only one place to start and that is with Zed and Shaqiri, the super sub. As soon as he came on, you could see that the, the ground could feel that something was coming. Straight away, the intensity on the pitch improved too. Uh, we'll start though with the opening goal. Sadio Mane made a few poor decisions on the night. Um, but I thought he took that goal really well, controlled it nicely on his chest, poked it past De Gea and Liverpool were well deserving of that one goal lead. At the other end, Alisson, not great on the goal but I think we have to let him off after Tuesday night. Against Napoli he was the hero. Tonight, in the end, it didn't matter although at the time it didn't look great. Ultimately, Liverpool did enough to get the three points. Nathaniel Klein just ahead of him at right back. I thought he might be rusty. I'm not sure when the last time he... Uh, started a game for Liverpool. He might have been rusty, but he certainly wasn't. He deserves massive, massive credit for putting in a performance like that. We all know that he's not particularly attack-minded. He is very solid. He'll do the safe thing. But that's exactly what you needed in a game like that, in that in that sort of circumstance. Liverpool had 36 shots across the course of the game. Lots of them in the wrong moments, but ultimately, again, it doesn't matter. Sadio Mane's... Uh, decision making at times wasn't great but he did get himself onto the score sheet and Liverpool did get the three points so you can't really complain too much. In the midfield the big decision was to start Fabinho ahead of Jordan Henderson and it proved to be absolutely correct. I think most Liverpool fans would have chosen that from the start just as Jurgen Klopp did and every single time you know, Fabinho put the ball into the right places, he made some brilliant tackles, some brilliant interceptions, and he won lots of headers, which against Romelu Lukaku and Maro Anfellaini is absolutely crucial to Liverpool winning that game. There were shouts of feed the Scousers until we scored, and there's now a 19-point gap between the sides after 17 games. The perfect retort. Liverpool are top of the league, City don't play again until we've played Wolves on Friday, we could potentially open up a four-point gap. And if we do, we'll be top of the league for certain on Christmas Day. What a Christmas present that would be. Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Our unbeaten run is intact. We are back on top of the league. I'm so excited. Mid-table Manchester United came to Anfield with tactics that stank more than my auntie's jogging bottoms after a 5k run. They left with their devilish tails between their legs and their heads bowed lower than the depths of Dante's hell. This was a victory sweeter than Willy Wonka's special sugar, and I, for one, shall be insufferably gloating about it for at least the next five days until Wolverhampton Wanderers away. 
As for the match itself, I was surprised to see Kleine in the starting eleven, but it made sense. Neither Fabinho nor Milner would have had the pace to check United's swift wingers. Our midfield looked beautiful on screen, and I think it might be the midfield that sort of ends the season as, as our first choice. Three mercurially talented gentlemen right there. In the first half, of course, Mourinho set up his team like ten pins at the end of a long alley, but we found the way through a lot. Mane, Cater, Firmino, Firmino and Fabinho were excellent at exploiting the the space vacated by Salah's clever movement. Excuse me, I'm reading this and I'm a little bit drunk, but that's okay. Our passing was crisp and clean, and United really struggled to deal with our movement. It was almost the perfect first half. Mane was cooler than a penguin in Ray-Bans as he chested Fabinho's super pass down and slotted home to make it 1-0. However, Alison Becker unfortunately spilled the ball in difficult weather conditions to allow Lingard to make it 1-1. You know that. You watched it too. Uh, we had 15 shots to 3 in the first period, but in the second half we played like champions, real champions, not just the champions that I've imagined for about 30 years now. We never let our heads drop. We always knocked on the door. We were like an indefatigable poltergeist. And as for the two Shakiri goals, goals, our luck was well and truly in. But we deserved it. 36 shots to 6. I can't believe it. I'm getting drunker by the second. Liverpool are getting better by the game. Have a fantastic, wonderful celebration, everybody. What a ride. Liverpool are top of the league. This is Owen from Cop On Podcast saying, Well done, you mighty, mighty Reds. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross the Line podcast. And yeah, that was all right, wasn't it? Um, very happy with that result, as you'd expect. I thought that was a great performance from Liverpool today. And how nice is it to have a bench with options who can actually change the game now? Um, what a substitution Jordan Shakiri was. He was the right man to come on at the right time and his hips definitely did not lie with those two goals. I don't care that they were both deflected. It was great. Uh, apparently he's the first Liverpool player to score multiple goals in a home game against Man United since Dirk Kout in 2011. So I think he's turning into a similar kind of cult hero turning in performances like that. But yeah, I mean, 18 games unbeaten in the Premier League in a row now. Top of the league again. I mean, Man United are 19 points behind us, which is amazing. But, you know, more than the win, I thought, like I said, I thought that was a great performance. It was a real display of intent. And you saw the gap that's between the likes of Liverpool and Man United now. You've even got Jose Mourinho conceding in this post-match interview that Liverpool are the better team now, which... Man United fans are going to hate, but it's great. Um, but we comprehensively outplayed them over the 90 minutes, particularly the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes. It was almost kind of ridiculous how easy it was for Liverpool, the ease with which our midfield was winning the ball back. Fabinho in particular was phenomenal today. You know, his interceptions, his 
defending on the front foot, how he would win it and then get it forward so quickly to the attack. Obviously, he set up the first goal as well. Um, and yeah, the speed of some of the counter-attacks from the forwards, you know, Firmino in particular looked great, back to his best, he was all over the place, Mane was always a threat, obviously scored the first goal, which was tremendous, and to be honest, until that unfortunate Allison era for their equaliser, Liverpool were cruising, to be honest, I mean, of course that would happen, after all the Allison versus De Gea chat there's been this past week, um, Allison's still the best in the league for me, but of course I'm going to say that. But, you know, he's bailed us out so many times this season, people shouldn't forget that. So it was nice that the rest of the team helped him out today and got the win. So we're not really having to talk about that error. But it did take the wind out of our sails for a little bit, but I thought we regrouped really well in the second half to come back and win so convincingly, to be honest. And it really does feel like it's all clicking into place so nicely now for Liverpool. That was just a lovely old job all round, really. You know, we've got Wolves next, which won't be easy. But the positive is we play on the Friday before anyone else plays, including Man City. So we need to take that chance and really put down a marker to put more pressure on them. Because that January 3rd game is now creeping closer and closer. And that now is going to be the biggest game of the season for both Man City and Liverpool, I think. And, oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Um, This title race is not going anywhere. Uh, I'm going to go and celebrate that win now. Cheers. Hi there, Nathan Davidson talking about Liverpool Football Club 3, Manchester United Football Club 1. Let's just first start off by saying how delighted I am personally to get that result. Man U's a team that over the recent years we've really struggled against and for some reason just haven't been able to get the win even though more often than not we've been the better team and the more positive team certainly so with the first half what a start to the game we started absolutely brilliantly movement was excellent we're all over the place everyone was popping up in spaces ready to take the ball absolutely delighted with that and it was a nightmare for Man U to handle especially with the three at the back that really struggled there was a disconnect with the two old midfielders, Hazard Herrera and Matic, and the three behind them, the three behind them just seemed to be leaving the midfield to it, and it allowed us to pop off in so many spaces by just dropping deep away from the ball, especially Firmino. Firmino was excellent at that all game. And then it didn't take too long, and we we got the breakthrough of the Mane goal. All starts from a throw-in, brilliant. It was a little great, sorry, a great dink ball from Fabinho, Nice control by Mane. He even has a look at the keeper and then just slots in the bottom left-hand corner. Absolutely brilliant. Great way to start the game. Then, as Manu always seemed to do for some reason against us, completely against the run of play, they managed to get a goal. Jesse Lingard. Alisson, he's just unlucky in my opinion. I know people can say he maybe should be doing better, but he's went to grab that and clutch that towards his chest and unfortunately he hit off his knee and rolled out and then Lingard's been able to just slot that in the back of the net but unfortunate there, unfortunate is the word that sums up that goal perfectly came out with nothing, Man U didn't deserve that but goes into half time, one each then we get to the second half and it's the exact same as the first half we're positive, the movement's really good we're by far the better team, we're the ones creating all the chances, getting all the shots and attempts on target. Man U 
do very little and offer the long ball, try and do a quick transition to catch us out, but they don't really gain anything or get far with that. And then it did take a while, but it came after Shakiri came on, and Shakiri today just completely changed the complexion of the game when he came on because he, he had a position, but in terms of when we had the ball, he didn't. He just floated everywhere and anywhere. There was space, picked up, got his head up and looked who was about in the best positions possible. And he was there to finish for the second goal. All starts from Mane out on that left-hand side and really he didn't have any options in the box. And his cross, or cross pass, whatever you want to call it, actually comes off De Gea's foot and it comes back out to Shakiri who blasts it off the underside of the bar and in the back of the net. Maybe that's that little bit of luck that we didn't get in the first half that we did, certainly deserved. We were by far the better team. And then less than 10 minutes after that, Shakiri's there again. He takes a shot. Massive deflection, to be fair. Takes it away from the keeper and puts it in the back of the net for 3-1. But you've got to say, that didn't flatter us at all, that scoreline. No less than we deserved. So just to sum up the some of the points for the game... Bobby Firmino today for me was absolutely fantastic. He was everywhere, but recently we've seen that um, he's played in this new role where he drops deeper and then allows Salah, Salah and Mane to bomb on and he sort of plays the pass through and it hasn't really worked so far in my opinion. But today he was absolutely fantastic. He dropped deep, he got the ball and every time he got the ball he looked dangerous. He had that shot early on where he uh, really stretched De Gea at full stretch. But he just picked up the ball and every time he got it he was dangerous there was a time in the second half we had four players around him no one wanted to put a tackle in together and give away a penalty and then he got a shot off once again De Gea did well Shakiri has got to be mentioned he came on and he changed the game he just he, he's what we're maybe lacking from our other midfield players he connects the midfield to the attack he's like a link very very similar to what Oxley chamberlain does they connect the midfield to the attack they carry the ball and then they can spray pass to the forward options. And yeah, he was brilliant. I think it was the right decision from Klopp not to start him. I thought Keita did well while he was on the pitch. He could have maybe, there was a few times where it didn't go his way, but I thought generally he did well. But bringing Shakiri off the bench was exactly what was needed today. And perfect timing, really, when he came on. And then just to sum up, really, for me personally, over the last few years, we've even back to Marino's time at Chelsea, he's always seemed to get the win against the run of play, completely undeserved victories where they've been negative for the whole 90 minutes and we've just huffed and puffed and not been able to break them down and then they've hit us on the counter and obviously when they got their equaliser, thought maybe that might be the case today but it, it wasn't, luckily today we had enough I did feel going into this one though. It's a different. We're a different team now. We've got too much quality that you can't really just do that against us. Where a couple of scenes ago, you, you could just sit back and hold out and get away with it. But to finally beat Mourinho for me was part relief and just part joy. Absolutely delighted with it. No less than we deserve. Top of the table. On to Wolves now on Friday. Hopefully get another res- good result there, and then it'll be a very happy Christmas for everyone who's a red. Unbeaten, the only unbeaten team in the league. Absolutely delighted. More of the same, please. Thank you. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.